today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Shoppers Drug Mart has made a formal application to be able to distribute medical marijuana, which is very odd considering I remember doing interviews on this show, I don't know, about a year ago with the Pharmaceutical Association saying they wanted absolutely no part of medical marijuana. Uh, we have tried to get shoppers on the phone, but uh, no. <laughs> That's not happening at this point. So we've uh, contacted Bruce Winton. He is the CEO of Canopy Growth, uh, which owns Tweed Incorporated, uh, the big medical marijuana producer up in Smith Falls, and is with us now. So your thoughts on shoppers getting into this game? Well, it, um, I, I think they started, they did that big cycle you described. When the hearings occurred five years ago, all of the pharmacy companies in Canada said we like not only do we not want anything to do with this, we don't even want to be mentioned in it. And so off we went and it allows us to start a business with now 25 or some number of thousands of uh, patients as our customers. And once you start to get to the stage where a bunch of people who are uh, maybe using some type of a painkiller or using some kind of uh, a nerve block, things that they were going to a pharmacy before to buy, quit doing that because they're getting medical marijuana. It means they're not going to the store to also pick up maybe some milk or makeup as they go through. Mm. And so I think what it indicates is the sector has become real. There's, we're approaching 100,000 patients in Canada in two and a half years uh, coming onto this system. And so what's happening is they recognize this is a real uh, piece of business, and probably it's a bit of a disruptor if you don't have it, and it's the product that people are switching to because it perhaps um, gives better relief to the symptoms that they're suffering with. So at the end of the day, this is about money. It's a business decision. I think so. Um, and at my side, you know, some of the uh, questions I had uh, today and other days about shoppers and others coming in is, is that uh, concerning to you? And, you know, my, my feedback was that, uh, frankly, it's quite validating that probably the, the biggest corporate family in the country wishes to now participate in a sector that only three years ago I could barely beg to have an investor come along. Hmm. Isn't that funny? And, and so it is a big change. And I think what they're going to want to present is suppose you went in and you had um, – uh, some issue perhaps with uh, sleeping. And we were able to have gel capsules which contain cannabis and other uh, active ingredients so that a pharmacist could count out, you know, 100 into a, a container and provide them to you and describe that you would take one uh, 45 minutes prior to sleeping and it would give you, uh, you know, six hours of, of quality sleep. I think that's really where shoppers and, and Rexall and everybody else will get much more active. I don't think they're going to be the spot uh, where they sell, you know, just dried cannabis to someone and they have a few types. Uh, if you want a really funny video of it, go on to uh, YouTube and type in uh, this hour's 22 minutes, Shoppers Sells Marijuana. There is a terrific skit that kind of, I think, shows what they're not going to do. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so uh, Shoppers has applied for a permit to grow, and we've tried to get Shoppers on, but they're not talking at this point. Yeah. Um, is that the avenue they have to go to distribute? Why do that? Yeah, I think it's a bit, um, the application process really is um, whether or not you're growing or not, you have to have a vault and a capacity to store and be approved through security. I'm almost certain they'll have no interest in producing or growing the product no further than they you know, own the cows to put the milk out to be mm. in their uh, dairy section. But they do have to have a license which allows them to be in the cannabis business, and that's a different license than the narcotics and other uh, medical agents they currently have. So this is less about growing and just about the handling of it and storage yeah. of it all. I would expect so. And, um, you know, two years ago, if I was on your show, I would be describing the fact that there are hardly any doctors in Canada who know about this. And, and over the last two and a half years, we've visited on about sixteen to 18,000 doctors and done all kinds of education with them. And 
Um, two years ago, I would say there's almost no patients, but if they become a patient, they pick, you know, Tweed or Bedrican and register with us, and we mail the product to them uh, through Canada Post, and that was just starting. You know, now you're dealing with um, a level of customer interaction where we have 10, 12, 15,000 uh, phone calls a month with people who have a lot of questions about uh, how to access, why to switch from other pharmaceutical ingredients to this, and it's probably because of that traction that you're seeing some interesting actors come around. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.